Good morning, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Rupert Baines, and he is the CMO of CODASIP. And I said good morning, but it's actually good afternoon for you, Rupert. How are you doing? Very good, thanks, Rich. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, thank you very much. So the purpose of this... I'm slightly intimidated to be an embedded executive. You know, that sounds quite scary, really. Well, you know, I I am looking at your bio and you were the CEO of one of these companies along the way somewhere. So um, I know that's not true. You are not intimidated by anything. (laughs) My wife. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So as I started to say, um, the reason for this to having you on is has to do with the open hardware group, which we have touched on a few times in the past, but haven't dived, dove, divin, dived into all that deeply um, as much as we probably should. And I, I know you guys, Codasip, have just joined the open hardware group. So before we talk about what it means for Codasip and the community as a result of that, um, let's just talk about the open hardware group at a higher level f- for one minute. Why should the embedded computer embedded community really care about the open hardware group? Okay, so to take a step back, if we're, we're talking about risk five and open hardware group is centered around risk five, there's a bit of a misconception that risk five in itself is open source. A better description of RISC-V and what the RISC-V International are now saying very clearly is it's an open standard. Just like ANSI-C, just like GSM, just like Wi-Fi, there's a standard that anyone can look at and that standard is freely available. And anyone can then go off and they can either design a core that's themselves to that standard. They can get a commercial core to that standard, or they can find an open source implementation of RISC-V. Okay, so let me stop you right there. We've spent years talking about how open, how uh, RISC-V was, an op- was open source. Why the pivot here? It's, it's not a pivot. It's not a pivot at all. It's a, it's a clarification. RISC-V certainly can be open source, and that takes us into open hardware group. But RISC-V doesn't have to be open source. So Codasip and our competitors, we license our cores and they have intellectual property protection, they have copyright and we charge money for them. So a Codasip RISC-V core is not open source. Okay. But, and this takes us to answer your question, RISC-V certainly can be open source. And there's a lot of open source technology out there. There's a lot of downloads. You can go and find Boom or Rocket or Pulpino or whatever. And those are open source. But a lot of the open source products out or products, a lot of the open source technology out there is not product quality. It's not properly verified. It's not supported, it's not documented. It may be a master's project that escaped. It may be very good quality, 
but there's no in the world in general open source does not necessarily equal product quality i feel like this is leading into why you should work with codasip no no this is actually leading into why you should work with open hardware group okay yeah yep. the ohg is explicitly about having decent quality uh open source cores for risk five and that's what they do and that's i think a very important thing a very important part of the ecosystem and something we're delighted to support you know open source risk five with quality that's ohg that actually makes sense which okay <laughs> i feel like i'm surprised that it makes sense okay. <laughs> i I don't know if Rich Rick Rick O'Connor will be happy or sad that you're surprised, but I think it's a it's a really good thing and is a really good part of the ecosystem. Okay, so now why did you guys join and what does that mean to the community? So Codasip, we as a company are doing something a little bit different, a little bit more. You know, we describe ourselves as risk five with a twist. We do have a portfolio of Risk Five products, and we have some amazing, wonderful customers using our standard Risk Five products, and they'll do so because, for whatever reason, they believe they're better than the Open Hardware Group ones, um, or better than a, a rival commercial one. That our verification will be better, our PPA will be better. The salesman has more attractive blue eyes, whatever it might be. But the key thing is Codasip's, the risk five with a twist, Codasip has, all of our customers have the option of an architecture license and the ability to customize. So we call it differentiation through design. We make it very easy for people to change, improve, target, optimize, customize. The core they get from us. But why did you have to join the open hardware group to have that happen? We don't. That's our standard product. Right. Yeah. The reason we've joined Open Hardware Group is we believe it, there's several reasons. Um, some of it is, I don't know, sort of pro bono for the good of the industry, giving back. We think it's important for companies to contribute to open source initiatives and raise the bar for everyone in the world. And that's, you know, that's why Microsoft or Google contribute to Linux because it makes the technology ecosystem better. And we're proud to contribute to OHG to make things better. Not everyone wants a commercial core. And for those people who want a free open source core, we want that to be reliable, well-verified and good quality. And we're happy to take that to help make that happen. My cynic antenna went up when you said a lot of that stuff about, you know, wanting to give back. And I, I don't doubt you in any way. Some of the names you threw out there, I think that people are doing things, you know, sort of along this a higher tide raises all boats. Use Linux as your example. If Linux succeeds, a lot of people will do really well. And, it, and I think it's less about just being good citizens uh no that's true okay it's not um 
This is not helping out at the local orphanage, good citizens. This is enlightened self-interest. We're contributing to Open Hardware Group to make the RISC-V ecosystem better, to improve adoption of RISC-V, to get more people using RISC-V. And we know not all of those people will use commercial cores. And therefore, if we can make the open source free ones better quality, more robust, that's going to mean more people use RISC-V and that drives the ecosystem, which then benefits our commercial business. So yes. it's enlightened self-interest, absolutely. But, you know, there is a element we are helping the ecosystem to a degree we're helping create a competitor for ourselves. You know, if there's a decent quality free core, that makes it, in some cases, harder for us to sell our commercial cores. But it's 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 a good problem to have. Yeah, that I agree with, because the guy who's taking the free core wasn't going to come to you to buy one anyway. He would have he would have found something else. In in many cases, yes. And you know, they would find something else and they'd find something that's buggy and rubbish that damages risk five. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. But there are members of Open Hardware Group who are very big, very credible, tier one fabulous semiconductors companies or IDMs who will be using those cores seriously and in commercial products. And maybe they should also be looking at the commercial risk five licenses. But okay. Now the hard question, what does the open hardware group look like two years from now? Um, oof. I think bigger, better, shinier. I think you're going to see, at, well, I'll say it slightly different. At the moment, Open Hardware Group has got a portfolio of cores and some peripherals of varying quality levels. I think in two years' time, you're going to have a very solid uh, portfolio of really good cores that will stand up against commercial alternatives. Um, and people will be using them quite broadly. Will there be cores that are not risk five? Uh, I don't know. Um, all of our conversations have been about risk five. I, I, I don't know if they're going to do other ones as well. I suppose they could do. Why not? I mean, there's there's open power, for example. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Rupert. I I appreciate your honesty with me. Thank you. And just to say, if anyone's interested in commercial, if anyone's interested in free cores, head over to OHG and have a look and please join in and contribute. And if you're interested in commercial RISC-V, RISC-V with a twist, architecture licenses, customization, head over to Codacip. There you go. That was Thank Rupert. Thank you very much. The CMO of Codacip and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.